Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Welcome to another brand new episode. We're going to be looking, seeing how the news affects parents. We're going to be answering questions from Dadsnet members. We're going to be inviting the panel to give us rules for the week. And also, I need to introduce that panel because you're not going to know who they are otherwise. Now, this week that we're recording this episode is the week that the Wagatha Christie libel trial continues. Oh, my goodness. I know we've all been glued to our... uh, internet providers to find out the updates from that (laughs) so because that's going on I thought I'd give you the panel in terms of the TV detective that they would be Um, so Jack would be Inspector Gadgets as long as all the gadgets in question were somehow related to guitars because Uh, if you if you're friends with Jack on Facebook, basically all you get are his marketplace listings for <laughs> widgets and pedals and capos and widgets, things like that. Did you say? Yes, that's a part of a guitar. Did you not even know? I thought you knew guitars. <laughs> Pickups. There you go. That's it. That's I, the one. That's I the know. one. I know. I know guitars. He knows his stuff. <laughs> Sparky. He's a radio presenter. He'd be Midnight Caller, but all of these guys are going to be too young to remember Midnight, Midnight Caller. Caller. Yes, dude. Uh, nah. Yes, I know Midnight Caller, man. Come on, that was a great show. What no, an exceptional, exceptional show. Well, it was basically, it was a, a cop in San Francisco, I think, and he'd killed his partner by mistake, and so he was off the job, but then he got a job at a talk radio station in the late night show. <laughs> yeah. And people rang in with questions and uh, like problems and then during the day he was a detective but anyone who's done overnight radio knows during the day what you do is sleep and then sit watching daytime <laughs> telly with some quavers they do, you know you don't go out Fact. and uh, and kind of do detective work in the day yeah. obviously i mean i take that one though jim and uh, if you've got any calls call sparky for late night caller <laughs> Uh, Brad would be Poirot because in this podcast he is the strange foreign bloke. Uh, Merci beaucoup. (laughs) Who gets results though, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oui, oui, oui. And yeah, I'd be, um, I'd be Miss Marple, obviously. (laughs) Ancient compared to everyone else. (laughs) But still, but still, but still classic. Still classic, yeah. 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 There you go, Jim. (laughs) Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. This is the part of the show where we like to play a game. It's sometimes a game that we play for a few weeks at a time, sometimes something we take from the past, from the early episodes of Loose Dads, available wherever you get your podcasts, or something that someone brings to the table and invents. I think we'll go for rules again this week. So what happens is that uh, we're always observing things and deciding uh, on new rules that there should be in life based around what we've seen. Brad, what is your rule for this week? It would become illegal for anyone to post those horrendous clickbait titles on social media just to get everyone asking them about what has happened for them to say 
fuck all. And then leave you guessing. You okay, hun? Yeah. You okay, hun? Yeah, yeah. I'll inbox you. I'll, I'll inbox you. you. Oh my God, dude. Honestly, <laughs> if that's the case, don't put that shit up because like, I'm nosy. I want yes. to know, but I'm not committed enough to send you a bloody private message. <laughs> also, yeah, I've, then I've you'd have to- I've spoken to you for 10 years. Yeah. Like, just let me know on here. I yeah, really, have... I, yeah, I'm not that committed. I don't care, but I do care. I'm just, I just want to know what drama is happening and unfolding <laughs> in your life. That's all. Because you'd, you'd have to be friends with them and then there'd be extra questions and they'd be yeah. like, oh, do you want to meet up for coffee? Yeah. No, oh, not really. Yeah. All I want to know is what you're doing at the hospital. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yes, it's <laughs> Major illegal. surgery or get out. Yeah. In fact, Brad, that, that comes with- um, a ban, a a ten year ban from social media. If you put that crap up, I agree. Like my favourite types of these posts are, you know, someone who posts a picture of just like a hospital band and a check in to the hospital, and then just say, or oh, like they're taking good care of me, or, yeah. like, or, or, or something like, yeah, exactly like the picture and says, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. What? what? And then it'll be like, oh, and then it, like five years down the line, you might bump into and they'll be like, oh yeah, I just had kidney stones. Yeah. You hype the drama. <sighs> I had one that, um, someone that I know from some work that I did previously, I think he was, he's, he's part of some Star Wars group or something. And uh, he put up once, he put something like, I never thought that one of my Star Wars fraternity would do this to me. And like, people below have been going, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And he went, it's not the right place to discuss this. <laughs> I was like, well, you didn't need to put it in the first place, did you? I hate it. I do really hate it because it's like, it's ve- for me, if you're going to tell a story, tell it in full. I'm looking exactly. through the newsfeed, like you're saying, it's like there's some people's lives I'm at like season four, episode seven on. <laughs> yeah, I don't like these people particularly, but we've been friends for years and I'd be like, I'm watching you either, you know, <laughs> you, you fall know on Sp- your ass or, you know, or you, get better. You know what, Sparky, that, that's the one time I will agree on spoilers. <laughs> yes Brad I knew I'd bring you around in the end <laughs> see the truth is we want to know all the information <laughs> can I just on an aside who's still checking in places on Facebook why oh. do you even do that someone I know checked in at B&M the other day it's like I don't need to know <laughs> that you're at B&M gonna get some new toilet block are you mate like great <laughs> the only person looking for that information is someone who's gonna rob your house that's it that's like, it that's it that's why I don't do it yeah just in and case also, one of my 119 followers happens to be a robber yeah but also who cares? Who cares? Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I don't mean any offence to any of you. I don't give a shit where you go. <laughs> I mean, if you show me some pictures after you've been somewhere, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I don't care to know exactly where you are at any point in time. Except for right here on a Tuesday at half eight. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Otherwise, just, you know, if you're not here. Just to give you the forewarning though, Jim, um, in December, I will be checking into the Maldives. Because <laughs> that's the sort of shit you need to show off, Brad. And that's yeah. it. That, yeah. oh, that is the yeah. truth, Jim. It's because, yeah. you know, you're just like, oh, you know, tagging into B&M, they've got it wrong. Cause, but you check into like, oh, my Harrods. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. where I do my shopping. Yeah. And I'm happy for any yeah. of you to think that this yeah. is where I'll go and buy apples. Yeah. Like, or whatever. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> you check into the bougie places so people know, oh, they're doing all right since school. It's just, that's it. It's for the kids <laughs> who were in my class at school. Like, oh, Sparks is still doing all right. I should have done that at Waitrose the other day. I ran in just as they were, just as they were shut in. I ran in, took a tenner in with me, cash. I never have cash. I had a tenner. I was like, right, I've got to get some strawberries. Danny wants some strawberries. So I went to the strawberries. He said two pound a pack. I thought I'm going to get three packs, three packs of strawberries. High roller, right? I get to the till. I slap them down. I slap down my tenner. She said, that'll be 10 pound 50. What? For three packs of strawberries. She said, well, they are the Dutchy ones. They look look exactly the same. They didn't taste any different. No, mate. No, mate, because they made me feel middle class. The old lady in the queue behind me had to give me 50p. Uh, (laughs) Wait a second. Didn't you take a voucher off an old lady as well a few months ago? (laughs) Old ladies are funding your strawberry. (laughs) Is that how it is in Norfolk? Like, sorry, old lady. Can you pay for this? My mummy's not here. Do you think I paid for my mortgage? (laughs) <laughs> hey, 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 if you've seen Juice, 
if you've ever seen Juice Bigelow, I don't want to know how you pay for your mortgage, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there I think three people have months. watched Juice, uh, <laughs> yeah. Juice Bigelow, so there. Um, Jack, what's your rule of the week? Okay. Cats, right? Cat owners, it must be a law that cat owners keep their cats in cages forever what like hamsters <laughs> right yeah. and if you're gonna let it out put it in a bowl or some shit <laughs> just <laughs> in absorbing the the- <laughs> just in your garden not not in my garden oh. yeah not in my f-ing house what? what I was putting the kids to bed tonight right I've got the window open, so oh, I'm getting close so- to the mic. I had the window open, right? I went and put the kids to bed. I was laying with Jake, you know, I felt, felt a little bit sleepy. Oh, woke up. Because um, <laughs> we've all been there. We've all fallen yeah, asleep yeah, with our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walked out of the room. Next door's cat is bolting it down the stairs. <gasps> what are you doing in my house? What? He's, he's in it every day. It's too much. It's, I've got, he's living here rent free. <laughs> Has, it, had, has he been on Facebook and seen you check in in Jake's room <laughs> and, and thought, right, I've got the run of the rest of the house. I'm free to go upstairs quick. Uh, it's, t- it's too much. It's too much. I found him on my dining room table before, just sat in the kitchen. He just comes in, makes himself at home. I'm not feeding him. I'm not giving him smiles. <laughs> I don't know what's in it for him. I'm not encouraging this behaviour. So, cat owners, keep your cat in a cage. I don't f-ing want it. All right. Right, okay. well. I mean, uh, controversial, I would say. Sparky, as a cat owner, you have a uh, right of reply. Yeah, I have uh, three cats, Jack, and I wish I could put them all in a cage at someone else's house. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, though, I think the same thing about my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love you, Dot Ruby and MJ is what I mean. <laughs> Sparky, what's your uh, rule of the week? Okay, right. And this is something we've talked about a, a, an actual rule that has been made in the law uh, a few weeks back on the podcast. And that has been the cause of my new rule tonight, please. And it's simple. It is still important that you look for oncoming cars when going round a bicycle for god's sake right i have nearly been run off the road about five times because i know exactly what's going on people are going oh oh it's a bike oh and the new rule means i've got to be really far away from them on the road so you know what i do they drive onto your side of the road whilst you're driving in their direction and you have to pull an emergency stop it's people come on Uh. It's Dude. just as bad to smash into a car as it is to a cyclist, just saying. Dude, I... Worse, uh, worse. It damages two cars that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and if you crash into a cyclist, remember, it's just another cyclist off the road, so it's fine. <laughs> right, okay. So this podcast so far has offended cat owners and cyclists. This is quite a high proportion of people who <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Um <laughs> Sorry if you're in a peloton, but sort it out. I'm not actually having a go at you, the cyclists. I'm having a go at the idiot drivers that can't work out the new rule. Yeah, to be fair, I think that's the majority. Yeah, it's not the cyclists that are the problem. It's the bloody idiot drivers, to be fair. (laughs) And it's the same. No no one would admit they're an idiot driver, so. It's the same. I I get so annoyed with people on the road um, because, like, you know, like, if you're going up a road and the other side has got, like, parked cars and there's oncoming traffic, right? And yeah. they just start going, even though you're you're quite close to the parked car. So technically it's your right away to go, but they yeah. think, ah, I'm just gonna go anyway. And then you, you cause you're still going, they, they like almost look at you as if you've just crawled out of your mother's vagina in front of them <laughs> because you're going when it's your right of way. Honestly, like, Brad, that that's just something I've definitely noticed in the like, last- people, like, come on. People are just I'm, idiots, dude. Just treat everyone like a douchebag. No. Guys, I'm I'm making a decision. We're changing the name of the podcast. It's Angry Dads. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? Uh, new production. Make some new production, Jack. Here we go. <laughs> hey, look, come on. Let's... Um, Loose Dad's theme song is death metal. Scream or emo. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we're all a bit hormonal and emotional this week. Have we synced up? You know how some yes, guests do that? Yeah, yes. yeah, uh, we, we could have synced yeah. up. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, who'd have thought getting four dads together would prove grumpiness would <laughs> ensue? I mean, I never uh, thought that would happen. Jim, have you uh, have you got a rule or a, a bike? Because f*** you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't have a bike. I am... Uh, yeah, no. I've borrowed bikes twice in the last 15 years on holiday and, like, pedals have fallen off and stuff. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, no, I'm not a cyclist. It's not for um, you. Cycling is not. It's for not you. for me. Okay. Me and cycling don't get along, but we we have a mutual distrust of each other, and that's fine. <laughs> you know, you know learn to live with that. You know, we don't annoy each other, so that's okay. Um, no, my rule would be: you know how you get that recourse uh, thing on your emails? They the should. What? Your recall, you can recall an email if oh, you send yes. something yeah, yeah. by mistake. What they should also do is allow you to recall it and then uh, have a kind of men in black memory wiping thing so the person who has read it before you've recalled it uh, has forgotten everything that was oh. in that email. What's um, happened? What's happened? Well, it's, I'll be honest, it's not as juicy as you might hope it would be, oh. but it's just, it's slightly annoying. Um, my daughter was just saying the other day she, that she hadn't had her keyboard lessons for a couple of weeks and I was I was you know I was like I'm paying quite a lot of money for these lessons and you know if they're not happening there might be a reason but no one said anything they're not giving me any any reason for this so I was really annoyed and I was annoyed about something else at the time as well so I sent an email I was like could we have some communication please on this why have there been no none of these lessons for two weeks when are you going to make up the money and whatever Um, and they sent an email back and they must have loved sending this back. They just went, uh, just forwarding you the uh, sheet we sent you at the start of term, telling you which weeks we wouldn't be doing it because oh. the school requested that you couldn't have any lessons there and that we've only charged you for nine weeks rather than <laughs> There weeks. is nothing worse than, dude, when you're on your high horse and you're like, I am so in the right, and then someone just throws that little, little bitch slap back at you and you're like, oh, shit. And then you have to eat humble pie and be like, oh, so, so, so sorry about that I, I must have skimmed over the email at some point and I didn't you know digest why did you get posh why did you get posh it appears I've been mistaken yes you have, to, you, have to, yes, you have to get very formal you do don't you no harm no foul oh, pardon, pardon me sir pardon me sir and thankfully these communications are just through email so I don't ever have to look this person in the face um, but they will have at least in a way I've given them the joy because I know when it happens the other way around yeah and i can just go actually look at this and i can show them the evidence i can give it you know the kind of like the big courtroom reveal uh i get a great sense of satisfaction out of that so hopefully i've made their day but i would quite like to just be able to wipe their memory so that they couldn't remember that it had happened at all has anyone actually ever successfully used that recall option no (laughs) No. No. i've like even i'm pretty sure when i've in the past hit the recall button it would just come up saying failed or could not recall it's like well okay (laughs) why are you there then what are you doing what is your purpose there to just give you hope I've used I've used undo successfully on an email or just on Latin word (laughs) (laughs) on Gmail on Google Mail when you're uh when you're copying and pasting emails to lots of different people and trying to make it sound personal and then you send it and you go did I change their name? (laughs) I don't think I did undo that's good but you have to that was a thing but you you have to hit that in like 30 seconds or 10 seconds or something right and does that just that that wipes it from there it it just stops it sending it basically delays sending maybe it gives you a two minute buffer after it's pressed you press send oh that's quality actually yeah Oh, that could save me. To be fair, I'm very thankful for the uh, delete message on WhatsApp. Delete message for all. Uh, (laughs) You know, because if you sent something to the wrong group, uh, aka family groups, like... But in a way, yeah. that's a bit like what Brad was talking about, isn't it? Because because it doesn't just delete it and then get rid of it. It leaves it. It there. deletes it and then leaves the message going. Yeah. Sparky deleted yeah. a message. Yeah. <laughs> this was. What was it? Yeah. And that's you know that's the same kind of thing. I need some closure on this story because yeah. <laughs> you've given me a little tip bit that he's done something. He's done something wrong. And, uh, yeah, there there is a. Um, I, I'm not going to name names, but there's a podcast host on the Dad's Net Network not one of you guys um, who is very hot on that if you delete a message <laughs> he will immediately go what was that Jack what was that message tell me what that message was I'm like oh 
God. And if it was an accidental dick pic, if you'd send it again, yes. please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does does his name rhyme with Fell Bergeson? <laughs> no comment. Because <laughs> I was going to say, because once again, you can't just leave that information out. In the <laughs> no, <somewhere>. Exactly. <laughs> Even if it is libelous, I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing a Brad. <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. On the way, we're going to be looking inside the news, finding how it affects parents this week. And that's all coming up very soon on Loose Dads. Loose Dads from Dad's Net, where you can catch up with us on social media. It's Instagram, at Loose Dads Pod, and on Facebook by typing in Loose Dads Podcast and going and searching us out there and interacting with us and sharing things with us and chatting to us and insulting us a little bit, having a laugh a little bit, and, uh, you know, all the good stuff that people do on social media and none of the really bad stuff. Mm. Um, or, you know, like 5% bad stuff. Right? And that's all Brad. That's all Brad. Yeah, that's it. We know what Brad's like. So apologies in advance, but the rest of it, all gold. Right. <laughs> let's look inside the news. This is the bit of the show where we uh, look inside the news and uh, vaguely some of us look at what affects parents and then Brad has something that's taken from like the darkest corner of the dark web but we'll find out what that is in a little bit like he needs a VPN to look at Brad's news stories (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's why he brings it to you so you don't have to sort that out I'm just keeping everyone else safe out there dude I don't want them getting hacked he's a total conduit it's a public service you should yeah. be happy about that. <laughs> um, so I've, I've picked out this story. Uh, school caterers could be forced to serve smaller portions or use cheaper ingredients due to rising prices. A major food wholesaler has warned. So they're obviously they're talking about kind of the inflation and cost of living, the cost of living, war in Ukraine, petrol gas, all that sort of stuff uh, is meaning they're going to have to cut some school dinners down a little bit which what? to be honest, for those of us who grew up in the 80s with school dinners I probably better, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, come on guys, it's like 30p a meal, why don't they just get another job? Like the schools just get another job to pay for it, like why are they cutting down? <laughs> so that's how, that, that politician said how easy it is, so it's, come yeah. on schools yeah, same rules yeah. for all isn't it? Just get a better job is amazing. Like, amazing advice. <laughs> Work more hours. Oh, what? I've not thought of that one. I, lo- I absolutely love that uh, that principle that, uh, you know, hardworking people have managed to sort that. And you think, well, actually, there are a lot of hardworking people who are working 12-hour shifts who couldn't do any more work <laughs> and are earning not very much yeah. money. Come like, on. Hard work- and whilst I barely lift a finger... And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not rich, but I can afford to have the heating on for an hour every month. So, you know, <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> Jim, stop month. showing off. Don't come on here and flex. Like, we're not one hey. of those podcasts. Oh, Sparky's gym the other week. I've not re-signed the contract yet anyway, guys. I'm actually doing some more sums before I sign on the dotted line. So, you know, <laughs> oh, just, not okay. as flush as Jim. All right. <laughs> Mr. One eating a month. <laughs> but yeah. sorry, no, I have Spe- Speaking off. of flush, you can't flush. Yeah, 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 but that's why you have to push it down the shower drain. Oh, no. <laughs> last week's episode. Sorry, Jim, but I have thrown it off here because yeah, you, you school dinners. Like, like, yeah, if it's affecting schools, then like the cost of living crisis really needs to be looked at because we we pay enough tax. Like, surely it can't affect our kids having a good meal at school. Yeah, um, because, you know, the less they have at school, the more I have to provide when they get home. Thank you. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Dude, I don't even think there's a difference. I do not categorically think there's a fucking difference. My kid, well, Logan doesn't eat, he eats home-packed lunch, but he takes, he packs himself a good old lunch and Cole eats school meals. And the minute they both walk through the door, they just want to start stuffing their face. I don't think it would matter. (laughs) <laughs> right. So even if they were getting like a 12 course banquet at lunchtime at school, yeah. they'd still be coming in for a twist. Absolute. 
Menaces, yeah. Not even Watsits, dude. It'd, be, it'd have to be one of them big bags each. <laughs> Plus, like a Nutella or peanut butter sandwich, and then a, a yogurt, and maybe some fruit. Oh man, Never I'm not ends. ready for that. Like, I'm not ready. Like, for the bigger stomachs, like, it's good at the minute. It's affordable with Jackson Meat. <laughs> uh, but you know what? They can't make this cool dinners worse. Like, I remember back in my day, like, um, back in my, back in my day, kids, <laughs> uh, when I went to school, they used to, I remember it, like, we used to have a thing on a Wednesday and it was the, the dinner ladies called it a savory right which is not mm. a food it's that's a type of food isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah when something's as vague as that <laughs> right? it's like when you go to a, a like a dodgy curry house and they go it's um it's the special meat meat curry, <laughs> meat curry <laughs> what kind of meat mm. let's roll the dice here captain well that's it I don't I still to this day the best way to describe it it was and it wasn't hairy it was like a burger though but a brown burger <laughs> in a breadcrumb which was so it, it, yeah, it looked like a hairy beef burger, basically. <laughs> and it was called a savoury. I know that sounds worse than it should. That sounds like a nightmare in Rotherham. They used to serve it with like a mashed, po- uh, an ice cream scoop's worth of mashed potato. Do you remember they used to have that ice cream scoop to give you a little mm, circle yeah, of yeah. mashed potato, like, like lumpy mash. Which yeah. still, to be fair, is the best way to serve mashed potato. Like, I don't know why I've not oh, got right. an ice cream scoop at home in order to do that. It's a great shout, Jim, actually. I don't serve my mash from an ice cream scoop, but it is like, yeah, that's what you'd get. <laughs> and then, yeah, some real rank runner beans with some lumpy gravy like that. So if they're going to make them worse now, then God help the children. I of mean, today. you guys are just so bloody fortunate. Look at you whinging about free school meals, dude. That's not a thing in South Africa. Not once. Dude. No school has a canteen. Like there was not. You, you wanted lunch. You packed lunch. You know what my dad did when my parents originally got divorced? Stocked up on frozen sausages and cheese and had a deep freeze. And he made me a month's worth of frozen sandwiches with frozen cheese and sandwiches to the point right every morning I'd wake up and he'd go and get a new little bag out and then say there we go son to the point where as I got to school I needed to put it on the windowsill to defrost by the time lunchtime <laughs> around <laughs> Right. South African parenting, man. <laughs> so, you know. Batch cooked your sandwiches. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, to the point where one time I remember very, so so vividly, they were like, I'm so sorry, this is still so frozen. We had a tuck shop, so in lunch you could go and buy. You, you buy, you'd have to buy stuff. But never like a canteen that would give you stuff for free. And... They had a microwave and they're like, oh, would you like us to, to, to warm up your sandwich for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is sad tale. Oh, it sounds like your dad was proud, though, of his batch ego. Oh, we still take the piss out of it now, but he, he thought it was brilliant. Dude, go and buy like six loaves of bread and spend one Saturday just making me the same shitty sandwich for like the rest of my school career. <laughs> As a dad now, though, Brad, you've got to admire the practicality of that. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, it, was like- e- it, it was efficient, dude. It was efficient. There's a dad. I mean, He's almost like the opposite of Jesus, isn't he? With feeding the five thousand. He used those leaves, those loaves to feed the one for every day. Be anti-Jesus. I'm not saying your dad's the antichrist. I'm not saying <laughs> Well, you know what? When I was a kid eating the same shit day in and day out, I would have said he was. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You see, I don't know. Is that worse than liver? We used to get liver quite oh, a lot man. at school. I can still taste it. I've not tasted it. I've not eaten it actually for, you know, 35 years, but I can still taste it and never, ever want to buy it and have it again. Certainly would not feed it to my kids. Or wouldn't have fed it to my dog when my dog was alive, to be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Was it like liver chunks or like parfait liver or was it like... I don't think it was any... You wouldn't get parfait liver where I went to school. (laughs) Up north, Brad. Have you ever been up north, mate? Well, I don't know, Brad, dude. Brad's, I mean, Brad's talking about outer London, outer London school dinners, isn't it? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. That was an experience when I, I went to um, away from school dinners. I went to the Arsenal Stadium, the Emirates Stadium, about ten or fifteen years ago, and I'm used to like kind of lower division football. And I went to get a coffee. And I went to coffee. And I went, what type? Cappuccino or latte? I was like, what? Basically, some mud in a cup. <laughs> Bovril. with a little sugar, surely, and that's about it. Surely, Jim, you've got to be a big fan of Bovril. Like, doesn't, isn't it just like one of the rules of being from up north? It's like, you like 
love it. It's like, I do, I, I'm not a big fan, to be honest, but don't tell anyone because I will get chucked out. Oh, so. man, you, use your, lose Yorkshire credits for that, mate. You were- I know, exactly. Um, but I, I thought that Jamie Oliver had improved school dinners and made them really healthy, but... Um, when when my daughter comes home from school and I oh, what did you have? She tells me what she had for her main course, which is fine. But then there's always like some kind of chocolate fudge yeah. pudding or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Where does that fit into Jamie's little and the, and, and the funniest thing is, right, is Ah man, if Logan took in a chocolate as part of his lunch, Christ almighty, you guarantee there'll be an email from the school saying, No chocolates and crisps allowed for lunch. Yet when you speak to Cole, he's like, Yeah, I had like a chocolate mousse pudding after my main. And it's just hypocrisy, dude. Are they not allowed crisps? Yeah, like crisps like are like a no no. It's like a what? because it's caught considered oh well, I mean junk food, but it's not a, it's not allowed. It's well Right. What about mini cheddars? I was going to say that. Well, if you saw the uh, the message I sent you, those are considered what? What are they considered? Um, uh, mini cheese snacks. Chris. No, 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 <laughs> no. We don't need to have this debate again. Right. No, man, what did I say I in the group chat? I brought it up. Uh, you said in the group chat they were crisps and that was it. Nah, so then me and uh, Jack nah, were right. Nah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got a news story? I do, and uh, it's another one of those things that's going to um, uh, validate my confirmation bias that Android is better than Apple. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's been an update to Apple's rules, which mean apps with subscription services can now charge customers more money without asking permission. Boo. What? Boo, Apple. How, what do you mean? How can you do that? Like, for what? For your subscription. So what they could? Okay, I don't have any subscriptions. Yeah, That's I mean, fine. because they they might be able to, but it, it's unlikely that any company that wants to keep any customers is going to do it. Oh, but maybe but. maybe it's a, maybe it's a little old, old adage, dude, of like um, you know, like if you were going to steal money from like a billion people's bank accounts, if you just take a p, one p from each account, no one will notice, but mm-hmm. it all adds up at the end of the day. Or if you're a slightly dodgy app, I'm not saying, I'm not naming any in particular, but if you are a slightly dodgy app, like say a game or something, uh, a slightly dodgy game, and you charge 99p a year for access to, I don't know, the best bits of your game, well now they can just up that to, well, here's a thousand, a thousand pound a month. And then well, they take £1,000 and, oh, oh that's well man. within the rules. Surely the advice there is what the advice has always been, which is don't give your bank details to dodgy companies. Hmm. Well, yes, good point. What? Yeah. what? And I feel like, Jack, you know about a dodgy app that we might all have on our phone. Like, no, like, just like, have you I not su- downloaded I suppose one of those may- games at some point? I suppose, mate, I mean, it's like, obviously saying yeah. go from 99p to 1,000, you know, Jack's obviously just putting in a little bit of a an exaggeration there but like say for instance take something like spotify like you know you pay like nine pound 99 a month or whatever and what's the basically they could up that to 14 without getting you giving you notification uh and you know you're all hooked on spotify because you want the, the music for free and you don't want the ads so it's just it's not it's not it's just cool. it feels it's not me cool it's not, not, it's not cool it feels it? like it's bad, bad yeah. form i've yeah. just i've just all I've done is read the headline, obviously, so I've just scrolled down. Because <laughs> what I would out. do in that case is just cancel Spotify, so. <laughs> if you screw me over, I'll screw you over by never shopping here again. However, if they jacked up everyone's prices to a £1,000 per month, they could just retire once everyone gets hit for a grand that one time, and then they leave. <laughs> and can I also except, just say... Except for it does, it does say that if it's more than 50% of the current price, then they do need permission. Okay, so this but whole still. news story. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but still, like, still not, you feel like not, you, not on, is it? Jack, it feels like you were trying to start a bit of controversy, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, if, Jim, if you're ready for me to move on to my news story, I've deliberately but, come rude. with this news story. We're done with your nonsense, Jack. We're done with your nonsense. Can I just add one thing in, which is, Brad, yeah, uh, people do want to get rid of Spotify ads, but not all Spotify ads are bad, all right? Yes, yeah, so. true. Very true, very true. And if you hear the Loose Dads uh, podcast ad around there sometimes, don't and you're forget here to click. because of it. If you're here because of it, yeah, don't yes. forget to click. 
Brad would like if you're here because of it, pay for premium, you <laughs> type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sparky, what is your new story? Uh, well, it's just a big story this week, which I'm surprised we've not even mentioned yet at this point into the podcast. Uh, it was an awesome weekend for Eurovision. Um, in fact, an amazing uh, moment for the UK. Uh, coming second and scoring the most points we have in Eurovision in time. But... Brad, what is it you? What's your own little word you've got for for wokeness? Uh, marshmallows. People are marshmallows. Right. Yes. Okay. Just, I'm just going to put this out there, not to stir anything up or anything, but like, what do you think about the fact that the UK could have won if all the votes didn't just it didn't go to Ukraine? And that is, is I've just seen people online. These, and this is not my opinion. I'm so happy for what happened to Ukraine as well. But I brought this to stir Brad up. Do you think that... Because it's not really relevant, is it? Like, the war... Well, the war's relevant. Sorry, Jim, I said that. <laughs> let's just, let's just make I, that clear. I, you know me, guys. Can I, can was I your controversial point that you wanted to make, war isn't relevant? I think, I think you, I think I you are doing my the, job for me here, Sparky, so um, I'm just going to sit back and watch. point as well? Because you said... I'm so glad what happened to Ukraine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what I mean by that is winning the Eurovision because their, their rap was brilliant. Guys, I've fumbled okay, sure, my way you. through this, but what I'm trying to say is, Brad, what do you think <laughs> about the fact that Ukraine won the Eurovision Song Contest potentially because they were there and people wanted to vote them and show them love, even though that's got nothing to do with the music? A sympathy vote. Sympathy vote. Sympathy um, vote is the word. You went in hard, Jim. That wasn't me, anyone who complains. Okay. <laughs> in terms of sportsmanship, that's bullshit. Okay, for the better. If if they were better than us, um, then yeah, cool, that's fine. If we were better, then no, that's that's obviously not cool. That's like trying to give everyone a participation badge. However, in the current climate of the world, I think anyone who's not a psychopath would be like, you know what, they need a little something. Yeah, they're going through a hard time. Let's give them a little something. But. <laughs> don't let me down Brad because that's it you know I, I know deep down inside the, your anti-marshmallow sort of feelings will be going oh but that's really annoyed me but if they weren't the best then they shouldn't have been chosen as the best that's all I'm going to say so it's two sides of the coins guys I haven't really made my point clear but but you're it's alright because the question wasn't very clear right? yeah, it was. <laughs> it's true. guys um, I think you'll find I really explained that very well <laughs> I really tried to tiptoe through that but crashed into every obstacle on my way um, I think it's, okay it's, well I'm, I'm, I'd say though Sparky in all honesty with all the, the, the crap that's going on in the world just give them it um, you know okay. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm okay to let bygones be bygones on this one I think you know with all the crap that's going on for them give them something that gives them a little bit of hope and, and cheer because they are going through a tough time if they weren't <laughs> yeah. ah, this would be a different conversation so I, I th- always think it's worth reiterating that um, the the score the leaderboard the winning is just so far away from the point of Eurovision is <laughs> is untrue like, and I've said that before because people in this country get so angry about Eurovision voting yeah. and it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is some ridiculous evening of ridiculous songs <laughs> and the kind of show that goes with it. The voting, like the actual voting is fun because you get to go around the, the Europe and see kind of people trying to go, oh God, I've got five seconds in front of <laughs> 200 million people. How am I going to boost my career by uh, doing a wacky thing when I give the scores? <laughs> so true. <laughs> but it just, like, it yeah. just can't. This the problem because for so many years people have gone, oh, Oh, it's political voting against Britain. It's not. It's because Britain has never... And I, I read... I can't remember who tweeted this, but it was the perfect explanation, which is that Britain has never properly read the uh, the task. They've never kind of... They've not read the question. They've not rocked they've, up. They've not... It's, they've well, not that's only because Sparky was given the question. Well, that's it. They've not understood <laughs> the assignment. That's it. They've not understood the assignment. Because the assignment is to do a kind of song that's kind of a big Euro song mm. with someone who's charismatic singing it. And sometimes they have a charismatic person with a rubbish song, and sometimes they have a great song but with a dull person singing. And this year, the UK got it right, and people voted for them. But people, you know... Know, talking about people wanting to be victims 
for many years. I'm going, oh, they're not voting for us Very true, they my Brexit. It's like, <laughs> bullshit. They don't give a shit. No one cares. <laughs> they're, voting, they're not voting for Britain because it's an awful song or an awful performer. And the songs that win are always big songs in Europe anyway. But yeah, the voting, it couldn't be less important, surely. Sure, Okay. All right, I just really thought it was an opportunity to poke the dog and see what he'd do. Like, I, I really did. I, I think I agree with a lot of what you said there, Jim. It was brilliant if you actually did watch Eurovision. And what was nice, in all the rules of the Eurovision, you know, what is to break down barriers and to be more inclusive. The fact that Germany gave us full points, France gave us full points, and we've been falling... Well, we've, you know, you, it's, we've we had different history. moments. Going on our history, <laughs> they were looking at the performance, so... It was, and I was banging to Sam. I thought he was like great, but I thought Brad, you'd be like, oh, come on, because I've seen so much of it on internet, on the internet, and it's like it's very similar to kids, isn't it? You know, a kid cries on Sports Day, and it's like, oh, we'll give you a gold medal. Yeah, well, well, well. Okay, like, like, yeah. If if I if I was doing like a grief, no, that's a bad. Sorry, sorry. not not quite the same. I know it's not. No, actually, Jack, you know, it's a bit sweeping, which for me, but you know what I mean. It's like I'm not. I'm not in any like, way against Ukraine here, like, but I'm kind of coming off like that, aren't listen, I? Listen, like, if, if, <laughs> if I was doing like, um, like a, a school science expo sort of competition, right, and I lost out to little Timmy because Timmy's parents are going through a divorce and the school judges felt sorry for Timmy, I'd be pissed off. Yeah. I'd be pissed off. You can this put your one, arms around someone without them having to win. Like this, this, this one is a little bit more extreme than uh, something subtle like you know Timmy's getting a pass because his parents are having a divorce. This is like okay. an entire nation what being a, being attacked and people being murdered and killed and okay, and Brad, just stop. Okay, stop making and ostracized from their co- their country and um, so yeah. Um, unfortunately, Sparky. Um, Stop it's turning this on me, I these are Unfortunately, Sparky, even all Sparky wanted <laughs> All Sparky wanted was to be on a podcast that hates cats, cyclists, <laughs> and Ukraine. <laughs> oh man, okay. I've, I've, guys, I, I think I should I log off now for my own safety. For it, but I do know a country where you might find one of those podcasts. <laughs> 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 okay, guys, this is a prime example though of don't be, don't be a stirrer because it's all come back on me right now. <laughs> I was setting you up, Brad. I was setting you up and I've made myself look like a complete ignorant ass. Um, I would like to say I love the people of Ukraine. I loved your rap at the Eurovision Song Contest. Was it better than Samsung, Spaceman? <laughs> well, that's for the world to debate, but what a great evening it was by all. Right, quickly. Edit all that other stuff I said before out, Jack. I oh, come on, you've got to leave it in, Jack. You can't let him get away with this. And there you go, Brad. Um, let me just, you do your own news story and hang yourself that way. Okay. Uh, right. That's my job. I was about to say that. Brad, you do your own news story. Oh, whether the rest of Sparky said what. Yeah. All right, Sorry, cool. Jim. All right, guys. So it's not particularly breaking news, but I did find this article, which is from this year, and I thought it was quite funny. Headline is, Impotent man may never use his penis again after partner put expanding foam in urethra. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. So what it is, is the um, the patient, 45 years old, has been struggling with... Um, expanding well, foam you know in his urethra. You, well, you, well, you know what he's been struggling with. He's been struggling with getting it up and solid and his partner decided oh God, that that's not why she did it yeah so she decided to put a nozzle in the end of his bell end now I just want you guys to visualise this right no well it's fine no, I don't need to it's okay okay and spray in expanding foam and I'm sure you guys have used expanding foam before and that shit just goes like from like something minuscule to something huge really quickly and she <laughs> every night for you Brad yeah <laughs> and she sprayed expanding foam in his penis wow I mean she can't I guess she's that was a good idea she's well not they done. did it right I mean this is like like what like why, why would you do that like why wouldn't you just go and get the blue pill or like, so why would you put expanding foam? Which, by the way, for any for anyone out there, is a highly toxic um, substance and is very carcinogenic. So don't inhale that crap. But yeah, just in case that? you were it's thinking a, of spraying it. In well, just yeah, in case, yeah. Part. Well, that's it. Just in what case you were thinking of spraying it in your man's penis and then giving him a blowjob because you know, there's you know, just <laughs> stay away from that. What was their exit plan? 
Yeah, because it's famously it, does his bell end was the exit plan, dude. It? Was he just gonna like piss it out? I don't know, but anyway, they had or to did take they him to the as hospital. Soon as, he, as soon as he, you know, reached it, climax, it would force it out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd pop like a balloon. Um, <laughs> Do you think that yeah. they were more or desperate to get themselves off than that time you had a tug after your vasectomy, Brad? Like, <laughs> and do you think it was more or less painful? <laughs> Ooh, because sometimes good, though, you do get that feeling point. That's like a you, good point you do get to that point where you were like I really I really want to be able to do it like you know, it might be a time you remember from your teenager where you really needed a condom like you really it was on and it was going to happen and you couldn't find a condom and you literally were ripping your mate's cupboards out trying my housemate's <laughs> cupboards to try and find a condom but that desperation feeling I don't know maybe like I'm not trying to justify what they've done because it's the most ridiculous thing but you know I, I watched a program about weird uh, like the hundred most weird sex acts once on Channel Four years ago, and some couple once poured cement into each other's buttholes, oh. and exactly the same question was, "What? What was your exit plan? Like, how are you going to get that out after it's gone solid? Just like, carried away in the moment." Yeah, like so. Uh, yeah, they, could you imagine? So, so I was just terrible. carried away in the moment, enough to get a bag of cement, yeah, yeah, some yeah. sand, some water, mix, going. mix it in together. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That thought, don't yeah. care. Um, Keep it. Do you do, do you guys want to know how they got it out? Oh, yes. In the end, might as well. Okay. You know, they, in for a penny, in for a pound. So cool. <laughs> they originally tried to pull it out of the urethra. It was a no go. And by the way, they found up to four inches long. Like width of like the stuff, so like that was it. Like I, I like I don't know how his penis didn't just split in two. Um, <gasps> can anyway, I, can I can I guess how they got it? Yes, out? yes. Corkscrew. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, Have we all just collectively crossed our legs. Jim's face <laughs> looks like it's just gone back inside, like that. <laughs> and then pull the edges down. It. <laughs> ah, no, no, dude. Would you like to try? I'm gonna take a bottle. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, just, 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 for the, just for the curious individuals, they had to slice a hole open in the perineum. Wow. And going through the through the scrotum to the back end of the penis to pull it all out. Well, oh, uh, Brad, actually, urethra. Anyone who's ever thinking about jabbing anything down the urethra, I don't know why you would, but since you were on the conversation of it, that same program, someone put a gerbera down there, it's like the flower, the gerbera. Do you know what one that is? It's like oh, yeah. it used to be in the dashboard of them VW Beetles. There's a big trend of it going through there. It's like quite a big flower head, like a big but, daisy. Almost. Yeah, but the thing is, on the stalk, it's got sort mm. of like slanted barbs that come out oh, and when he went to pull it out it was it, stuck it basically lodged itself into oh, him and um, he lost his penis because of that so that guy's very lucky he didn't lose it but his then penis. he grew it back on his arm <laughs> and that's how you make TV <laughs> that's called a series it was all Channel 4 was it uh, yeah <laughs> and people um, only found out about this expanding foam because they put on Facebook they're treating us so well <laughs> <laughs> this is Lou's Dads from Dadsnet on the way we'll answer some questions from Dadsnet members it's the big question coming up on Lou's Dads I'm Al. I'm JK. And we're from Don't Tell Your Mum. Another podcast from the Dad's Net. And this is what you can expect. I am walking down a catwalk with Isla and Ted, hand in hand, behind Harvey Price. <laughs> Apparently they had like OK Magazine were taking photos and The Sun and ITV were there. And I was like, my life. Was Casey Price there? No. <laughs> I mean, can I speak freely? Yes, you can. Go. <laughs> she was in Thailand. So then what happened was he turned up. He wasn't clean shaven or, or trimmed. And they said, is there anyone in the building that knows how to trim a beard? Did you volunteer that as well? No, I bloody didn't. <laughs> but Jen did. Oh, good old Jen. You trimmed Harvey Price's beard. 20 minutes later, I am in Harvey Price's hotel room with some razors <laughs> trimming his beard. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? How? I'm looking at my life and I'm thinking, how, how am I here? Hey, I'm now a hairdresser to the stars. Yo, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, 
I didn't even think about it. Like, I'll add that to my resume. You're going to have your own wax, your own gel rage. So after you've listened to this podcast, why not listen to Don't Tell Your Mum? You can get it wherever you download your podcasts. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, and you'll get this wherever you get your podcasts, but you know that because you're listening to it. But... (laughs) <laughs> Your mates might not know that, so tell them about it, all right? Mm. Tell them wherever they get their podcasts from, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, one of the rubbish Android ones, that, you know, whatever, <laughs> they can get it from there. So let them know about it, and they could probably subscribe and leave re- reviews and send us flowers and things like that as well. Not right, Gerberas, though, thank you. <laughs> no, oh gosh, no, not now we've heard about that. Um, let's have a look at the big questions of the week. So this is when we take some questions from Dadsnet members on the online Dadsnet communities on Facebook and we try and answer them as best we can. This first one is, uh, when is it okay for children to walk to school alone? It would really help me and my partner out as we have to leave for work before the gates open, but we're just not sure. Now, that doesn't mention any ages. What are we thinking? Also, is it geographical as well? Because, you know, down south in the Badlands, with you, Brad, it might be a different age from up north in friendly Yorkshire. For me, I don't know. Do your kids walk or do they not? So, Logan does. Well, he can when he's decided not to be lazy. Um, (laughs) The schools allow them to walk from, like, to school by themselves and home by themselves from year six. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's interesting. The school makes the decision. Well, they allow you. They don't make the decision. They say they can do if they want. I think. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. But I, like they, they, they make the decision that it's going to be no earlier than year six. Yeah, there's a threshold. Yeah, yeah. so I, th- I think that yeah, it might it might come down to councils or whatever. But I guess maybe the the age um, suggestion for them is from like ten upwards. So he he can walk to school and home by himself, which is cool for him. He enjoys the freedom. He loves it. And, you know, we, we it's nerve-wracking as hell, though, when you first do it. I'm not going to lie. You want to put a tracker on your kid. Yeah, uh, did you uh, did you follow him in the car slowly behind? <laughs> no, I thought about it though, dude. <laughs> Honestly, it was I mean, <laughs> you can get arrested for following school kids in the car. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good point. Um, so then it, like, it then comes down to like, oh, you know, if we need him to go to the local cafe to get like some bread and some milk, we'll give him some money and then he'll go out there and he likes the independence and it's good for him. I think it's good independence um, aspect to it for him. Cole, still way too early. Um, I don't think I'd trust him to walk by himself. How old, how old's Cole? Then? So Cole will be eight in August, so seven at the minute. Okay. Um, That's how numbers work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's good. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. I know box. my math. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'd probably say ten for for us. Ten felt right. He felt responsible enough to do it. Uh, enough for us to say, you know, make sure you don't talk to strange people. Don't get in strange cars. Anyone tells you that. Um, you know, they know your parents and there is an emergency and we need to take them, you know, they need to take you to the hospital. Just don't listen to them. Uh, but that's also another reason for his phone, because if in doubt, he can give us a call. But also there's that little GPS tracker on the phone as well, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah, handy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for us, it was then. I think that's that's a good age, 10, 11. Uh, but also that prepares him for the independence of secondary school because come September, he starts secondary school, which is primarily because of the start times. They've been so different. He's going to be walking to school anyway. So, um, yeah. But in terms of like the gates opening at specific times, maybe you also speak to your school to see if they do like the breakfast drop-offs. Sometimes some schools for like £2 or £3 a day may let you drop your kid off earlier um, so you, you can get off to work. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we we have that at our, our school. Uh, yeah, I think they do the same at our school. I think it is, yeah, year six, you can uh, let them go on their own and then it just gets them ready for the next year. It's yeah. it's kind of important for uh, uh, our kids' school as well because we're in a village and so getting to the actual school, I'm, I'm not concerned. I would probably trust my eldest, who's eight, to do that now. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't want to. I'd rather yeah. just leave that for you know a bit longer. There's yeah. no need. She doesn't really want to at the moment, yeah. so I'm not going to push that. Um, but for the next year, because we're in a village, the secondary school's in like the town, so they all have to get on a bus. Uh, and they're kind of they so they need that independence, yeah. I guess. So they need to have that year of of being able to get to school, so they can you know be a bit more confident taking the next step which is getting the bus to the sort of the nearest town um yeah I, I, she's really sensible my daughter um so i think you know if if i didn't think people would think badly of me i'd probably send her to the shop <laughs> get 20 fags please you know what though if, if you sent your eight-year-old to the local cafe and she came back with fags i'd be questioning <laughs> the cafe on their uh their cell yeah. practices <laughs> yeah you can't even really get them to get a hot drink either because of scolding yeah. so actually what's the point yeah. really anyway they're, they're pretty useless aren't they yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I always like to I'm, I'm intrigued about my kids sense of direction um, because you, you don't sometimes you don't know what's going on in the brain you you kind of assume a lot about what they know mm. from the things that they do regularly so I'm fascinated to talk to my eight-year-old and my five-year-old about how they would get back home from certain places mm. and they, they know quite a lot in the village they could probably do it but outside the village even on a long straight sort of main road if we're driving I'm like oh, do you want to direct us home and my five-year-old's right left right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no idea no we're going somewhere very different now have you um, seen that program on Netflix I can't, I, it's uh, it's Kids in Asia and they set them challenges like, okay, this a three-year-old or four-year-old and you've got to go to the shop. They give them a shopping list and like the mum sets them up and like, it's amazing. Obviously it's set up for a TV show. Dude, I think we discussed this before, didn't we? About how like in Asian culture, like the kids are like many adults from like four or five years old. Do you know what? Those brilliant little hacks, which I've never thought of. I saw it and I was like, that is genius. And um, the kid, he was going to go to the shop. So he had to cross a dual carriageway. And what his mum did was she made him a flag. And that's how they taught him to cross the road. It's like when he went to the road he and he walked along the side of the road where there was cars coming past, he was holding the flag out. So cars and passers-by mm. would see mm. that. Mm. And then they'd probably drive on the other side of the road like we do when we see a cyclist in this country. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you know there's like little things but this this kid was pretty confident i mean i don't know if they have less pedophiles in asia like we can't be sure of that (laughs) (laughs) can we can we but they seem to be good at it on this tv show the kids are brilliant is it is it safe to say that sparky's kind of taken over from me from the crazy sayings and the crazy statistics yeah no, okay, no, okay. Well, you know, on mass, there's a, it's bigger. There probably are more paedophiles in Asia than the UK. But what <laughs> oh I'm just my trying god! To say, oh god. my god, Sparky! <laughs> what? 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 That, that, that's what? It's from one sweeping statement to another. Look, guys. It's just, yeah. I mean, at least have a look on Wikipedia while one of us is talking <laughs> and find some stats. Well, um, no, but okay. Well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna whatever, say paedophiles are in the world. Is what I'm trying to say. Is they're in the world everywhere, and I don't know if there's less there, but. They seem to be good at not attacking kids whilst they're walking to the shop. I was actually complimenting them, if anything. Like, that's my point. Complimenting like, their paedophiles. Not their paedophiles <laughs> on good bait. Not their paedophiles. You're making... You're doing this. Well, they, you're making I mean, they sound like they're not trying hard enough if all these kids are successfully getting to school. And all I was trying to say there is a great programme on Netflix and you'd be surprised how good these kids are at going to the shop. Younger than you'd think. There you go. There's the feedback to the question, guys. It's only because the paedophiles are just letting them develop so quickly you know? well, I don't know it was, we're supposed to be a fun dad podcast I was just sort of saying like you know I don't know if there's less paedophiles I was just like and you're making out like you guys are the, the woke police today or something like, I don't know like guys guys on a, on a, on a serious topic that, that is kind of also one of the reasons why even if I was allowed to send my daughter to school now on her own like there you go. I, I don't I don't know if I'm quite ready to give her the big 
talk about why she needs to be really careful and you know we we obviously tell her she needs to be careful not to talk to strangers but then there's going to be questions and they don't really want to be you know going because uh (laughs) you're not going to believe it (laughs) uncle sparky will tell you anyway (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys too straight talking i'm just yeah all right anyway i will google the pedophile rate probably high (laughs) just saying (laughs) Oh man, I love you, Sparky. <laughs> Guys. Anyway, Sparky, watch that you, program you look tonight, for it on Netflix. You tonight, yeah. Uh, you know I, I would have said this earlier, but um given the connotations around Tim Westwood at the moment, it didn't feel appropriate, but you're going from heavy hit to heavy hit. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, it would seem as well, guys. I'm just trying to have some good chat. That's all. But anyway, love you, China as well. Love you, Ukraine. Uh, just want to cover all that off. All right. Do you know, uh, do you, do you know there are other countries in Asia other than China, right? Oh, all right. Yeah, you can all- <laughs> But they're the best, right? If you're going to pick one, the one, yeah. (laughs) Another question. My wife and daughter are away this weekend. I have the house to myself. What do I do? Brackets, assuming I've already done the obvious the minute they're out the door, close brackets. What was that? Uh, Have a snooze. (laughs) Yes, snooze, yes. I'm sure they're thinking. So there we go. Tips for this dad then. He's got the house to himself this weekend. What does he do? Jack, what what are you going to say? Um, I would be playing guitar. I would be firing up the Xbox that mm. is incredibly dusty, <laughs> <laughs> having been used as a DVD player for the kids for the last two years. Um, I, I'm I, I'm at a bit of a loss if I'm honest with you. <laughs> it's it's like too much of a fantasy. It's like it's it's such yeah. a fantasy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm paralysed by by indecision here. Yeah. <laughs> when you've got too much choice, yeah, it makes things difficult. It's nice to have a limited choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This or that, and then I can choose. Dude, simple. <laughs> Uh, get the old fleshlight out for some good usage. <laughs> Pizza, beer, Xbox. And probably a good early night. I don't know how you get an early right. night with all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, if you use the flashlight as many times, you're going to be just too exhausted. <laughs> you're going to get shot and have to go to sleep at some point. <laughs> you know, when you, your kids aren't there, like days are much longer because you've not you've got so much more time because there's like a two hour block of bath and story and bedtime yeah. and then going back to bedtime and then going back for bedtime and then. <laughs> Please, you really do need to go to sleep now. <laughs> I always find that if the kids are away at my parents, I was thinking like, oh, what do I do normally between five and seven? I'm normally, you know, doing stuff. I've just got two extra hours in my day and I could play Xbox as well, like all the cool <laughs> kids are doing, apparently. But I haven't got an Xbox, so I can't. Can, can I just verify? I, I may have missed the ending of the actual question. Is this guy home alone with his partner? Or is he just no, home no. alone? Wife and daughter are away, so... Oh, cool. Uh, so then, yeah, so then I don't feel too bad about my flashlight because if I was having the flashlight out while Shay's in the house, that might just feel a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't really even... In fact, it. she doesn't know about it. And if you could edit that out, Jack, that would be great for Blake. She knows about it. She knows about it, dude. <laughs> she knows about it. She's filled she's, it with expanding foam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's walked in on Brad using that with his VR headset before. <laughs> No, okay, that's, uh, that's it. not an image anyone wants yeah. to think of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I uh, just Sparky, think... What, you, what would you be doing? I, I feel like Brad's nailed it. Yeah, I just usually either like get some drinks that I want to drink, um, pick a movie. I mean, I can't... Do you know, every time I want to play the Xbox, I feel like it's been so long since I've played it, I've got to wait two hours for it to update anyway. So that's gone out the window. <laughs> yeah, and single player games don't exist anymore. So no. you'd have to go on and play with a hundred kids who are a hell of a lot better than you and you just lose every time. Or a hundred pedophiles from Asia. I often, Allegedly. What, I, what I'll do is every Allegedly. now and then... Alleg- Allegedly, yeah. 
if I do get on Xbox, though, I just uh, go on Grand Theft Auto and I just check I can still steal the plane uh, from the airport. <laughs> go, go for a little fly around for 15 minutes, get bored, and then effectively... And then crash it. Yeah, crash it, and then go to bed. Like, literally. Because yeah. well, you, you don't have any time to do missions, because each mission takes you two yeah. and a half hours. Uh, yeah, yeah. And now I've got a conscience, because I'm a parent. I don't go around killing people, unless I'm in a really bad mood. Unless I'm in a really bad mood, then you just go on a mass exodus. And it's just actually... Yeah, Grand Theft Auto venting. Dude, I've had that before when I'm playing Grand Theft Auto 5 and, and like Logan's around and I'm running around. I'm like, oh, I, I really need to take this car. Um, but am I setting up a good moral <laughs> compass for him if I do? And then you take the car and he's like, oh, why did he hit him? He's like, oh, no, he didn't. He just he just urgently needed to borrow the car. He will bring it back. He will. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Don't worry. And when you visit the prostitute, you're just supporting local businesses. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Watch this the economy afloat. Yeah. And if you hit her in the head afterwards, you can take your money back. Like, <laughs> that's the and, that, and that's just a life lesson. <laughs> yeah, that's just smart business sense. <laughs> Always put money in the bank straight away as soon as you get it. There you go. That's the, that's the lesson that uh, that pixel has uh, yeah, learned yeah. there. Yeah, as soon as you finished your business. <laughs> but yeah, I actually quite like being in like on my own sometimes. Like if SJ goes out whenever she asks to go out with the girls or for work, I'm like, yeah, cool, go for it. Because like as soon as Jackson's in bed, it's just nice to remember what it is like back in your 20s. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to sit. Yeah. See, there's a, I've got a lot of uh, Netflix series that I want to watch that we can't agree on. There's a lot that we agree on, a lot we watch together. But I've been wanting to watch the next series of Top Boy for ages. And, and I'm already, you know, two series in. And so it's too late now to get her up to speed on it. Mm. So I'm going to have to wait until, you know. When are you going to go out so I can watch Top Boy? Yeah, exactly. so, so Jim, Enough for me to watch six episodes, I think. So, so Jim, just a little fun fact. We did uh, filming two months ago in the Top Boy Cafe. Oh, okay, the uh, nice. number number one cafe, I think it is. It's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, in London. We uh, it was so annoying because we were filming uh, in there, and everyone thought we were filming for Top Boy, so they kept coming in, and be like, "Yeah," and like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the point where they were like, "Oh, what are you guys filming?" And so the director was just like, "Oh, no, just the mayonnaise com- commercial," because like no one wants to query a mayonnaise commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the autograph book away. Okay. <laughs> um, although is it Hellman's? I don't know. You know what? One one person actually did. Like, I mean, it's the most generic thing. Like, oh, mayonnaise, and like most people. People like yeah, yeah yeah one guy was like oh which one <laughs> oh dude come on it's not really important is it? <laughs> I, mean, I also think there's only one mayonnaise that can afford to advertise Hellman's yeah the rest of them are like supermarket owned brands shouldn't couldn't Heinz Heinz does their own don't they Oh, it's, is there like a, uh, well, I mean, you know, echoes of Top Boy with a turf war between the uh, bushes of mayonnaise. 100% would watch. Okay, Got any little sachets of mayo, man? I can't afford a bottle at the moment. Pot Boy. What's hey. that? Pot boy, like a pot of mayonnaise. Oh, pot yeah, boy, nice. nice. Very good. It's the best Very I could come up with. No, well, that's good. <laughs> on, on short notice. <laughs> oh, no, I, you know, I appreciate that. You know, who knew that we were going to be talking about the connections between top boy and mayonnaise? There is no way you could have prepared that. <laughs> uh, this is Lou's Dads. We are uh, here every week in your podcast provider. We drop in on a Friday, usually, unless, you know, someone's forgotten to send their audio to Jack, which happens. <laughs> yeah, it does happen. We're not all professionals. It's sometimes me. And, um, <laughs> and we'd love it if you'd tell someone else about this podcast, you'd leave reviews, you would subscribe to us, and you'd generally say nice things about us when you're out in public. That would be lovely. If you want to find out more, uh, find us on social media, Loose Dads Podcast. Write that into Facebook. You'll find our group or at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram. Thank you very much to Jack. Thank you, guys. Thank you to Sparky. Thanks, boys. And thank you very much to Brad. Thank you, thank you. And we will be back next week. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>